What's up, family? It's the Radical Redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you with yet again another fire episode of No Ordinary Church Girl Candid Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. You know what I like to say, Knock Nation, let's get into it. So, you guys already know, I have some news you absolutely cannot use, so let's go ahead and do it, shall we? Last week's news you most certainly won't use. And for those of you who are new to listening to your girl, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm excited to talk to you. This is my time of therapy. And uh, Italian Stallion loves to talk to me during this time. Not really, but he just has to because he's my producer and I ask him to. I have no choice. That's right. He's here. You might as well talk. (laughs) (laughs) So I went uh, to the Dominican. uh, For those of you who listened to the last episode when we were talking about expectations. Oh, Father. Welcome to Cozy Convos with Cole. I'm so glad you're here. Now talk to me. (laughs) Now there is another part to that. This joker. Cozy Convos with Cole. (laughs) Like, I hope I, y'all ready to sit back and relax. <laughs> it's about to get real steamy. Oh my gosh, I hate you. <laughs> now, if you heard the real sound bite, you would know there's more to that. It sounded like a real sound bite to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. So first of all, yes, I went to the Dominican, but I don't have no cozy combo. <laughs> I had a great time, though. Like... I had a lot of folks wanting me not to go. And that's what we talked about. You know, we we we, we gabbed a bit, chatted, whatever word you want to use. And first you were afraid. I was not afraid. You were petrified. No. No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, you know, okay, so there was a point up until probably two weeks prior to leaving. And I didn't tell anybody this, but like two weeks prior to leaving, I had like this I don't know what I want to call it. So, but I just know I woke up with this whole pesticides in the water thought. Right. And I was like, oh, no, we're not doing that because I'm going at this point. It's two weeks out. There's no refunds. There's no like changed plans. Like, no, we're going. And beyond that, I, I did. I had absolute peace about going and I had a really good time. Like the people were amazing. The resort was absolutely Amazing. Uh, Sanctuary Capcana or Capcana, however you want to say it. Look it up, guys. Sanctuary Capcana. C-A-P-C-A-N-A. Sanctuary is the first part of it. Great, great, great resort. It is a couples only or adults only. Let me not say couples, but there are a lot of couples there. Stop it because I'm never going to dance again like we're dancing right now <laughs> mm-hmm. no but it, it's um the overall resort is beautiful though it's like really relaxing you could do like a girl's trip like i said there were a lot of couples there but if you wanted to do like a retreat spa type of thing not for you guys you guys need to go to hard rock you know the guys thing not 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 for you guys but if you have a girl you got a little lady in your life a little something i like that you know i'm just saying my villa oh my villa I want to go back to mi villa. I was off the water. Literally, I woke up to the sun rising, sunset, and a beautiful moon right outside my window. Like, yeah. 
and he's sitting here being really quiet. I don't really care. I had a great time, and that's what you need to know. But then, yeah. So, people know I've talked about this. I have a boo. We don't say bae, but I have a boo. I have a mister, right? So, I get all these inboxes. Hey, there, Wes. Uh, TMI. I'm going to tell it anyway. I don't care. That's about all they're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> you know I am about my private life. That's a whole nother episode for a whole nother time. But uh yeah, you know these freaking DMs. I had to say freaking. I'm not gonna use the other word, but that's just how I'm feeling. Like and, and it, what was funny is ever since I made the announcement, if you will, right? I get these and I need your help with this. This is why I'm going here. I get these uh, messages about uh, why you going to go and do that. Uh, why you, you know, I'm like, really? I even did a video, a story making a mockery of it because of all the messages from men. Like, how you going to go and get a man? How you going to go? I'm sorry. And you didn't call me. Why? And you didn't step up. Why? Why is it? Help me Italian stallion. Why is it that when you decide to get in a relationship, Men, I can't speak for women because I don't do it. So if you've experienced this, you can, you can you can dialogue about that side with the females. But, you know, we get these messages. Because people want what they can't have. <sighs> it's the chase. And it gets, it's, it's, it upsets them. But that's just stupid. It is stupid. But people want what they can't have. If you're single, you, you know you've had it in the past. Like whenever you're just single, it's harder to mingle. But then whenever you got somebody, people are like, hey, hey, what's going on? You never had that before? Yeah, but it's annoying. It is annoying. It's, it, it's very, very And annoying. highly disrespectful, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's a straight disrespect. Because, you know, you're trying to build something with someone and you're you're just, you, you're trying to see how, where this is going to go, you know, all that fun stuff. And here comes Johnny Boy <laughs> talking about, you know, I was I was willing to holler at you about, you know. Well, you should have hollered. Pretty much. What, I saw this thing. What am I supposed to do? Say, hey, talk to me. I saw this. I saw this meme and it said, this, this guy walks up to this girl and she says, she, he, you want to dance? She's like, I don't know. I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. And then he says, well, it looks like you could use a husband. So call me when you're ready. And I was like, wow, that's some game. That was, woo. Yeah, I really don't have to come back for that. Right, what do you say? <laughs> what do you say wow. to that? Wow. What do you, I mean, I'm going to have to use that just for fun. Yeah, that that's pretty impressive. I got to admit. Right? I mean, that is some. And then he's probably horrible. Probably. <laughs> like he's got good wordplay, but then he's probably, like a horrible but man, guy. But that's pretty impressive. That's I got to admit. Smooth. I mean, just given the age that we're in. Yeah. Saying you got a boyfriend is cool when you're like 18 to 25, maybe I'll go. I'll stretch to 25. I mean, I was 24 when I got married, but I'll stretch to 25 nowadays. Right. All right. Later 20s, 30s, 40s. Uh, I ain't talking about a boyfriend. I'm not. I'm not going to have a boyfriend. Huh. I'm, in, I'm in a committed, exclusive relationship. There you go. Right. So, but that was like my pet peeve, honestly. It, it was really annoying. And it was happening while I was in DR. Of course. It was just like, what's Cause up? Because what men think is they can break break your concentration of your man. And if you show any kind of recourse or mm -hmm. if you show any kind of attention to these messages mm -hmm. or to the individual messages, right. then, oh, I got her still. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I was just like, that's... It's kind of like the same thing back in my day. Back in my day, when I was... <laughs> a young chap. When I was a young chap, having fun in the field. <laughs> right. What I would do is, like, if I ever stopped talking to some a t- talking to yeah. a woman, I would, I would, you know, as let's say it's been a month, month and a half. Yeah. I would text her back, and I'd just say, hey, just thinking about you. Sorry, I, you know, it's been a... I, sh- I should have texted you sooner. And I and and then boom, text right back. I hate you. And they would, because I would just blame everything on myself, and that's the problem. See, it's a problem because it works. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. horrible! So I, it is because I just wanted to see. But guys do it all the time. Guy, guys want to see if they've got that control still. Right. And yeah. We, in, in the in most cases, we do. Yeah, I would agree. If 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 it happens, I mean, if if the relationship happens like that, but yeah, right. if I didn't talk to him for a long time, I would just shoot him a text and say, "Hey, I want to apologize for not reaching out to you. You're on my mind." And I really hope everything's. Going I wish you well. guys could see my face. I gave him like the one eyebrow up look, like really. No, happens. but you, here's the thing about you though, and I can say this because you're my brother. Like you have an extremely, uh, I'm an ordinary church girl, so uh, you have an extremely sexy voice. So you mm. texting to me it's totally downplays your ability to do it so much better when you call. Like you calling and saying that same thing. I promise you any woman that's listening, feel free to message me and confirm <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. Instagram, Facebook, D, like just do it. Just review us. It, it don't matter. But th- I'm telling you, they're going to tell you, yeah, let him call me and say that. <laughs> come on over. Just come by. Oh, I'm still man. in the same place. <laughs> I'm still Let's here. Let's meet for coffee. Like just <laughs> poof automatic inside like it's it's your freaking voice man your voice is out of control i mean i i use you for my shows it's great for ratings i mean for the ladies (laughs) (laughs) but no you know and and this is what i want to talk about honestly when it comes to love when it comes to relationships when it comes to all of that you know even dealing with my sons i've noticed just the difference in and I've known this for some time of how you communicate with men, how you communicate with women, right? And I've seen the spiral effect of the disconnect. And it truly is you all speak a totally different language. And what's interesting, the control part is huge. What's crazy is most women want to be controlled. They won't admit it, but they do. That's why we look to you to be the leader, right? It's it's a security thing. It's like, oh, he's got it. It's great. I don't have to do anything. Not anything but you know it's the feeling of i don't have to but if i need to i can or if i want to i can but we they won't admit it but it's very true that they want the control absolutely but i you know honest i mean you know to 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 combat that go right ahead women want the control too nowadays absolutely yeah and it's unfortunate well, you know, I don't, I don't believe it is because I like, I, I think that there are certain circumstances where a woman can take control. I think it's sexy when it, when a woman is, uh, has a dominant personality. Mm-hmm. A lot of men don't, don't do not like that. Right. But I like it. I like a strong woman. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's just a submissive, that's just boring. And I, like, and I, I don't get... want that. But what I was going to say earlier yeah. was that men speak in short term. Ah, I like that. Speak, speak to that, sir. Speak so, to that. What the, and, and I'm not saying all men, but most men yeah. at first speak in short term. Mm-hmm. Women have a tendency to uh, look forward quicker, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, quicker than men do. Yeah, I would you know, agree. We're not thinking about, okay, you know, six months from now, could I really be with this 
this this female or this woman or whoever uh we're you know the guy is thinking hey let's let's talk right and i think that's can be good Mm -hmm. and i think it can be bad i think it can be bad in the scenario or the situation of meaningless things yeah but i think that it works really well when you have i think it can be a very good polar opposite of a woman who overthinks Mm -hmm. if she gets a guy that can just say hey let's live in the moment right now Mm -hmm. let's do this let's go yeah Let's yeah. go grab ice cream right now. Right. Yeah. Would stop what you're doing. I'm coming to get you. Let's go grab, go grab ice cream. Yeah. He's not looking for anything. Some men are, but and and maybe they are, but that's neither here nor there. That's not what I'm talking about, the after effects. I'm not right. talking about the effect of all this. Right, right. I'm talking about a lot of men thinking short term, yeah. which can either be very manipulative mm-hmm. or it can be very beneficial to a overthinker. Yeah. Either way. I mean, I, I just, no, I've I had get, women get, that are very, hey, yeah, let's just do this. Let's right, go. right, right. And see, I'm the one, I'm a planner, so I tend to be a visionary. And it helps me a lot of times, and oftentimes it hurts me, right? So I, I totally get what you're saying, because I can see both sides of it. Yeah. I think, too, the, the funny part as far as the woman who can have the control and is fine being that person in control, if you will, she goes too far though. And then yeah. when you get a man who's like, no, I, I got it. Like, let go. <laughs> she doesn't know how to let go and let him take over or lead in certain things. And, and more so that's in a marriage, I would say not so much if you're, you know, dating and you're just kind of figuring things out. It's a whole, a whole different dynamic. But in marriage, I see that a lot. The woman who's strong say, I know I can be very strongly opinionated. I mean, I've been leading my household for the last eight years now since I've been divorced. So, yeah, there's a lot of things where I'm like, yeah, I, I take my car to get it detailed. I take my car to get the whole change. I take my car to do this. Like, I, that's very elementary in terms of what you might think a man would do. But if it's my husband, and I'm just like, hey, I'm going to take the car. And says, excuse me. <laughs> it might set him off or, you know, it just depends on him and how he's cut, you know. But I think that a lot of women... They won't admit they want that man to take the lead and control in certain areas, but still have their own identity and control certain things as well. It's balance, right? Knowing what makes you great and letting that person lead in that area of the relationship and vice versa when it comes to the lady. So I just was highly annoyed. I would. I don't blame you. With the attention from a from a respect manner. And I'm still like I shared probably one photo that alluded to I was there with Mr. You know, and that was it. And the rest was like, just enjoy the scenery type of thing. Because I wanted people to see like, this is a beautiful spot. Just just that one photo. I was like, what in the heezy? Seriously? Oh, my heart is broken. Literally what I would do after a while. First of all, I ended up turning my phone off. But it got to the point where I literally, you know, on Facebook anyway, you can say, well, Instagram does it too. It has the scene option. So I just started doing the whole scene. <laughs> like that's exactly what I started doing like I would hit the message and allow you to see that I saw it but I'm not replying and I only did it with that's the like ones that, that's like that red yeah that red yeah receipt yeah talking about oh you read it but you're not gonna respond exactly and that's yeah. what I would do to annoy them to let them know like yeah I saw it miss me with that hey pay no mind right so and then I got to the point where it was like pointless right mister didn't care he, he really doesn't he's kind of the kind of guy like Try it. If you bad enough to take her, obviously I wasn't bad enough to keep her. Yeah. Like that that's his mentality in which I'm cool with that, because you know, be confident with yours. 
he worked hard to get this here. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> oh my. Well, let's. Uh, I'm being silly. So let's yeah. throw that out of the yeah, window. I feel hey. like, um, I just want you guys to know I had a fabulous time in Dominican, and I encourage all of you to go. And here's the annoying part, and then I'm really gonna move on. They keep talking about the same stuff on the media. Like now they're just recirculating the same stories. And it's, it's actually getting annoying to me. Like you don't have anything new to say, but you just keep recirculating the same stuff we've already saw. So if you have peace, if you are not afraid and, and honestly, you know, if you want to go, I encourage you to go be wise in any of your travels. When you go outside the country or you're just even in the States, like just be wise and be cautious. Take proper measures when you are in a place you're not aware. You know, I don't you don't know very well and enjoy yourself because I sure did. OK, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to take some girls with me next time. Like we both agreed. We're going to, he's going to take the guys. I'm going to take the girls and we're going to have a good time. Anyways, enough about me. Cause you know, I could go on and on about me. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. <laughs> and when I say you, I mean something for you to take and grow and do the dang thing this week. Okay. So guys, I want to talk about what is love. And I actually am going to have a whole lot of fun with this. And this, and, and first of all, let me just say this. In, in the event of you are thinking, oh, she wants to talk about love because she's got a mister. No, no, no. I was going to talk about it regardless. Why I'm talking about it is because when you think about love, quite honestly, it is not in the fashion of what many should be thinking about it in. And what I mean by that is, is there are levels to this thing called love, all right? And if we're talking from a Christian perspective and we're talking about how God views love, um, it's pretty simple. There is a scripture in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter that speaks on how God views love. But first I want to talk to the fact of how the world sees love and how the word, the word being God's word sees love. So the world says you can know your love by how you feel and what you've seen and what they say. Guess what? In the word, in the Bible, it's the same thing. So something I want you to be very mindful of is that uh, when you think about the things that are done in the world versus what is practiced within the Bible itself, there's a lot of mirroring. There's a lot of duplication, but there's a vast difference in what it is to be Christ-like in your love and what it is to be carnal-like, or in other words, uh, of the world and how you love. And so I want to talk about the different levels. Okay. I said, there's levels to this. And I talked about this in actually my um, Wednesday Bible study at my church. And because it was, it, it's something we really need to start thinking about if we say we are going to be follower, followers of Christ. Okay. So first of all, there's Eros love. Eros love. I'm going to give you like a saying, I like the way you make me feel. Right. Eros love is all flesh. Eros love is the type of love that, um, it really drives on when you see someone, oh my gosh, it was love at first sight. Or, you know, you just love being around them. There's so much fun. I just love you. You make me feel a certain way. That's Eros love, okay? Phileo is, for example, oh, they got my back. That's my boy. That's my girl. You know, that's my best friend or that's my brother, my sister. It's it's that type of love, right? The Phileo, just like the Eros, can change, at any given time, if you fall out with someone, um, if, if you get betrayed, if you have a solid offense that occurs where you're like, oh, no, that's my breaking point. I don't do you no more. Right. That's where Eros and Phileo can go back and forth. This is the type of very surface level love. This is where a lot of people live in dating. 
This is where a lot of people live in business partnerships because I feel like this is going to be good. I feel like this is going to be right. I feel, I feel, I feel. And as soon as that feeling leaves, then we have to determine where are we really in terms of the love of career, love of person, right? So then you got storge. Storge, excuse me, is the type of love where you're thinking more. It's instinctual. It's not anything that you need them to do necessarily anything. It's just an instantaneous type of love. This is more correlated to, say, parents, right? So those of you who have children, you if that baby's born, it's instantaneous. I love it. I love this boy, this girl. This is amazing, right? And you will run through a wall. You will do whatever to protect yours, right? But at the same time, with Storge, there comes a point, even though this is my child, that you may have to disconnect because your child really needs to grow up, right? Or your child needs to really learn some things. Not that you don't love them anymore, but you've just seen where you need to disconnect. You need to allow them to be free for a minute, right? But you still are there. Think of the story of the prodigal son where the son asked his father, to give him, you know, his riches now. He doesn't want to wait till dad passes. He's like, give it to me now, dad. I'm, I'm ready to go fly. And dad, of course, is hurt, but says, okay, here you go. Son realizes that ain't what that is. This world is crappy. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't mature enough. I want to go back home. Goes back home to apologize profusely to the father. And the father is not even concerned about how he blew all the money or how he's been living his life. The father's just happy to have his son back and safe. Right. So that's the kind of love that it's 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 something that's instantaneous and look at it more of like the parental style of of love. Now, the love that God extends to us every single day of every moment of all of our lives is agape love. Now, this is the love that we speak of. When we get into deep love with someone, we say, I just love you unconditionally. There's nothing I won't do for you, right? <laughs> this is that love that says, I don't need anything in return. But I just want to see you in peace. I just want to see you happy. I just want to see you uh, good. I want to see you just doing what you need to do. But I'm not looking for anything in return. That's the love that God extends to us every day, every moment of the day. The, the challenge is us doing the same. That's the level of love that we really need to operate on if we say we are Christ-like or we want to be like Christ. So, yeah. So let's 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 hear, if you will, I'm going to read to you the actual description of what it is for love in terms of God's view of love. So it's first Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through eight. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly, is it does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account wrong suffered, uh, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And then verse eight says love starts with love never fails. OK, so I'm gonna stop right there. That's a lot. I don't know about you, but or, uh, it's hard to just be patient with people all the time. And it's hard to be kind to some really ugly folk, right? You got people who just straight nasty. And I say nasty from the way they are in, in internally. You know, just the person they are. It's nasty. Their character is jacked up. Um, and, and you're expected to be kind if you're going to be Christ-like. And you're expected not to keep record of them wrong if they do something that really hurts. You're right. 
Let's just, can, can we be real? Do, do you really not keep record of wrong? <laughs> you know everything that a person has done from the moment they did it to the time that they potentially stopped. And let's just be real. If you see any type of inkling of any opening of something that they may be getting ready to do again, what do you do? You recall what they did. See, that looked like what you did last time. I see what you, I know what you're getting ready to do. <laughs> or if it's not them, because you keep record of wrong suffered and how you've been hurt in the past, you have these walls. And when you interact with other people, guess what happens? As soon as you see a glimpse of something that caused you great pain or caused you discomfort previously, what do you do? You put that on that person. That's not love. If we're going to say we're believers, if we're going to say we're followers of Christ, that's what makes it hard. This is not a natural thing when it comes from day to day and being a human. Can we just be real about that? It's not natural to take an offense and turn around and say, oh, it's okay. I still love you. No, no, I don't. No, we good. Get out of my face. I'm good with you because I have the spirit of cut off. When I say I can cut you off and forget your mother ever had you, I I, I can do that. I, I really can. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing to do, but I'm telling you, I know it's in me. And so when I read this scripture and I think about what God does for me every single day, how God keeps me and, and safe and secure in all situations, or even when I am an offense to him, because let's be real, sin is an offense to God. So even me just saying a word that's not deemed uh, holy, if you will, is an offense to God, but yet he still allows me grace to live. He still allows me the grace to do the things I love to do, like I'm doing right now. Still allows me to have sons who are healthy and strong and of sound mind and doing things that they love to do, live in the house that I live in, have the the means to, to, to travel and do the, all that I do, even though I still offend him on a daily basis. I mean, daily by minute at times. And so if you think about how you offend God on a daily basis, because we do it, myself included, okay? I'm not excluding myself. How in the world can you not do it to others? How, how, how can you take an offense and still love? Well, I've got some scriptures for you. Because again, I tell you all the time, I'm not a perfect person, but I do my best to live out the principles of God's word. And so I want to give you some scriptures that really spoke to me in the sense of what expectations we should have when dealing with people, when dealing with relationships. And I'm talking personal as well as professional, whether it's your dating, your marriage, or just friendships, right? Platonic relationships. You have to have a level of endurance for offense because it's not a question of if you'll be offended. It's a question of when. You're going to be offended. Somebody's going to do something you don't like. They're going to say something you don't like. They're going to you know, react in a way that wasn't necessary in your mind. You're going to be offended period. People get offended all day, every day. I'm going to use an example current day. And some of you may know this person, you may not. Nikki Murphy. First of all, Nikki Murphy, I was a huge fan of. And and to be honest, I still appreciate what she pro- promotes, which is women over 50 or women in you know the middle bracket of life, if you will. Um, you're more seasoned, whatever way it makes you feel good <laughs> about where you are in life. She's a very fit woman. Now, some will you know throw shade and say, well, it's some of it's cosmetic. I really don't care. OK, let me just go there. I know that this woman, what she shows is that she works out consistently. So if she did have an enhancement to her breast and if she did do something to her butt, as people allude to or, or comment about, OK, 
you know what? She did what she needed to do to make herself feel good for her. And you know what? And that's fine. No shame, no shade. I'm not here to judge. What I am here to say is that I appreciated the fact I'm a woman who works out consistently. I am on the other side, if you will, in my 40s. I'm totally fine saying it. I'm very good with my age. But I also don't believe that when you get to a certain age, you just, it is what it is. No, I, I don't accept that. I believe that you adjust, you begin to do more for your body if that's what it's required to keep it healthy, to stay fit. I believe that that's important, right? And and so she promotes that. The unfortunate side is she was caught kissing. Uh, Antoine Fuqua is his name. Um, he's a director. And Layla Rashawn, for those of you who are Harlem Knights fans, if you ever watched the movie, she was Sunshine. <laughs> or um, if you've seen Waiting to Exhale, she was in, in that as well. But look her up. She's a great actress, beautiful woman, married to Antoine Fuqua. And unfortunately, Nikki Murphy and Antoine were caught kissing. Now, what that did for her witness, and this is why I'm saying it's important to know how to love. What that did for her witness, whatever her witness is, is it damaged it? Because now the presentation, no matter what it was, I can tell you the, the photo does not look pleasant. It does not look in her favor in the way that it's being said what was really happening. The fact that it's seen and God says, don't let your good be evil spoken of. Well, there could have been good intent. There could have been nothing from it or it was it was it was harmless as it's being stated. But the fact is, when you look at the photo, you cannot deny it looks like a very intimate photo between two who are in a relationship. So that ruined her witness. That ruined her witness as a woman. That ruined her witness as um, the woman that she is in terms of promoting health and promoting wellness. That ruined her witness as saying that I'm a woman who believes in marriage and I believe in, uh, um, you know, healthy relationships and monogamy. You know, uh, it ruined her witness, right? And so when we talk about what it is to be kind, to be patient, to not keep record of wrongdoing, to bear all things, to hope all things and believe all things, and that's what God says love is, how do you do that when you've been highly offended on the biggest level, as far as I'm concerned, right? All the world has is seen this photo. Layla Rashawn actually shut down her Instagram because of the comments that she was getting about her weight and why I guess he would cheat on you because look at you. And who does that, guys? That is so cruel and it's so harmful. And she has to deal with it on a massive level. Some of us have a hard time dealing with offense and it's just two people. Try millions of people attacking you as if to say she deserved the offense that's being shown and vice versa as if to say, kudos to you, Nikki, go for yours. <laughs> you're offending a marriage you're offending the the character and and the confidence of a woman and a man for that matter a family is that love see these are the things that we don't talk about because we typically talk about love in the sense of how we feel and the emotions and the happy moments right we know when people are in love because oh i know something's going on who are you seeing who is she who is he what's their name right but let's talk about what it means to really love if we're really going to endure in the manner that Christ endures us and our mess. So I have some scriptures for you. Luke 17, Luke chapter 17, verses one through five. Now this talks about in the very beginning, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples about the importance of understanding that you're going to be offended. Expect offense. You are an offense, basically. You're coming to correct people and they're, and they're wrong. Expect to 
become an offense and expect to be offended. So it says, uh, then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. And I'm gonna stop right there. That's Luke 17, one through five. I'm gonna let you read the whole scripture for yourself. I wanted to stop right there. It is impossible. God is saying it's impossible to avoid offense. Impossible. Not, not, oh, it's possible. No, it's impossible. I'm probably gonna walk out of the studio today and be offended by something. Somebody driving stupid, my kid doing something is just like, really? After everything I do for you, you do that? <laughs> Offense. It's impossible to avoid. So how do you deal with it when it comes? Well, Proverbs 19 and 11 says this, good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory to overlook an offense. So to have good sense is to be slow to anger. That means oftentimes when we get angry, what do we do? We lash out. We say stuff that maybe that person shared in a vulnerable moment and then we use it against them or we just, you hurt me, I'm gonna hurt you. It's a natural response. No shade, no shame. But this is where when you feel that happening to you, I'm not practicing love if I choose to lash out and harm you. That's not love, right? And love is an action. It's not a word. And I know we hear and we play with that often, but if you think about what that scripture said, love is patient. That's an action. Patience requires you to do something. Love is kind. That requires you to do something. Does not keep record of wrong suffered. That requires you to do something, right? And so the last one I have for you is Galatians 6, 1 through 3. And this one says, brethren, even if anyone is caught in any trespasses, you who are spiritual, restore such a one to a spirit of gentleness. Meaning when you are correcting someone, do it in a gentle place. If you can't do it from a gentle place, don't do it. It won't be received. Their heart will not receive what you're trying to say because you're not only coming at them in a very um, offensive manner, but how can I hear if your tone is incorrect? Tone matters in all that we do, right? That's, that's where the being kind comes into play. And then it goes on to say, each at one, looking to yourself so that you too will not be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. In other words, don't think you're better than anybody else because you know you do some mess too. So before you start pointing fingers at others about what they do and what they did and how they act, and, uh, right? No, before you do that, make sure you look at yourself. It'll make it a lot easier for you to be kind. So how do you love? What is love? How do you love? Well, Here's my suggestion to you. When you get into situations, because it's not a question of if, we just learned in Luke 17, starting with the first verse, that it's impossible to avoid offense. So when an offense comes, the first thing I want you to do is think of triple D, <laughs> disconnect. Disconnect spiritually. What I mean is disconnect from the energy, disconnect from the space first. Detach yourself. Detach yourself physically from the environment. If it's not a good environment for you to be in, if you know it's going to create and, and have you respond outside of the character that you know you wish to display and being consistent in, detach yourself. Then dive into the word. Find a scripture. Find something. Begin to read to bring peace back into yourself first so that you can extend peace to find resolve in that offense. If you do those things, I can promise you, and I can't guarantee it's always going to work for you depending on the moment and what's happening, but I can tell you if you put it into practice, you will find your place in more uh, positions of peace and how to control what how you respond to what happens to you. Because again, I've heard this and I truly believe it, 90% of your life is because of how you respond to situations, not 10% of what happened to you. It's going to happen. Life happens. Life sucks at times. Let's be real. 
But how you respond 90% of the time is going to determine how your life will be. So what is love? Love is you learning how to control self and also how to be consistent in how you display who you really are. So family, I hope you take these scriptures and I hope you take this word and I hope you really begin to think about what love is. Are you operating in Eros? Are you operating in Phileo, which is all about your feelings? It has everything to do with how you feel. It has nothing to do with a more deeper connection and really being able to deal with people in their mess, flawed and all. So I hope that you take this word and you make your Monday far from ordinary and be sure to make sure your week manifests into God's best. And so make sure you follow us. I want to continue the conversation on No Ordinary Church Girl, both on Instagram, Facebook, DM, leave a review, guys. We want to know how we're doing, what we can do to make this better for you, because that's what I'm here for, to make life more better, more peaceful, more prosperous for you. Until next week, have a great Monday and a great week. Love you. Thank you.